Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, my gosh. I haven't heard this in so long. You got to let the chorus come, man. Oh. Woo. Sarah Barry Alice. Oh, my goodness. No. Yeah, this is her. Get out of here. Yeah. Here we come. Babe. I'm not drowning. Woo. Chance if you can. Yeah. <laughs> there are some songs, Jonathan, that just make you float. You hear them and you just float. I'm just you know? saying. I'm just saying. This is. There are themes at this station that every host or every person has. This is my theme because this is a song that I used to play when you and I were talking to each other for a full hour at the 10 o'clock hour, this was a song I used to play. <laughs> so since we have no Michael this evening, I had to bring this back up just for consistency's sake, just because I am a king in my own mind. You know, it's amazing how music defines who we are eventually, right? Um, I was listening to Lionel Richie. I was kind of looking through his catalog. It's just amazing how many hit songs he had. And, of course, Easy. Oh, that's why I'm easy, easy, easy on sun, Sunday. Easy like yeah, Sunday easy morning. like Sunday morning. Yep. Oh, my God. My ex-husband played that song every Sunday. And I do mean every Sunday. And I thought, I'm going to get really sick of this song. Right? <laughs> but you go back and you you reintroduce yourself to that song. And all of a sudden, you're singing it all the time. It's running around in your head. Do you know what song I'm talking about, right? Easy oh, yeah. like Sunday morning. Oh, Absolutely. Yes. So you know that one, right? I do. You know that. Okay. I just want to make sure you like, you know, on it. I, okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't make okay. me take your black okay. card. Don't Stop. make me take it. Stop. Don't make me take okay. It. <laughs> I grew up in a household with a black mother and and more importantly a black father who had all of the records and he used to play all the records on the on he had the this we had the tower. We didn't just have a CD player or a record player. We had the tower that had the record player on the top, and it had a couple of like a, a couple of tape decks and a CD player, and mm-hmm. we had a, a full like tower. Okay, so you guys like all your friends came over to your house? <laughs> no, 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 nope. You didn't go to school where I went to school. Um, <laughs> Were they I, wealthy? I went to school. I, I went through private school. From first grade through high school, and so we were we were 
we had a good life. My brother and I had a good life growing up because we had everything we ever wanted and ever needed. Um, our fa- our parents worked very hard to get what they wanted to get and what they ended up getting in their lives. And uh, we were I don't I don't even want to say upper middle class. We were definitely middle class, but but. I think when I when I hear upper middle class, it was just a class, just a, just like half a notch above where we were. Right. Um, and then I went to school with some rich kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went yep. to school with some rich kids. Where you, when you went to their house, they had the pool, or they had the jacuzzi, or they had the pool tables, and they, you know, or they lived in these you know big big houses. I'm just like, oh, this is what the other half lives like. <laughs> Well, I tell you, you know, having friends in school and and checking out the music that they love. And, you know, I I remember when I was in uh, high school, you know, I listened to gospel mostly because we were church girls. Okay. My family, three girls, three boys, we were church folk. So we sang a church, church, you know, I sang a lot of hymns, you know, because I love them. But at our church, man, you know, it was James Cleveland and, and the Walter Hawkins singers and the Edwin Hawkins singers. And, you know, everybody knows, um, you know some of the songs I would probably sing. I'm, but I'm trying to remember the the sisters, the the group of sisters, um, gospel gospel singing sisters. Did they sing way up in the sky, or what do you mean? I, Were they tra- older or younger? Uh, older. I thought that maybe maybe uh, a little bit older than than uh, your generation. Yeah. Um, there, there was there was a there was a a, a little what? older, just a little just bit. A little huh? older. Um. <laughs> They they had a documentary or not a documentary but a, but one of those TV movies about their lives, yeah. um, and I remember one of my good friends was so excited to to watch this movie uh, a few years ago. I can't I can't remember their name. I'll have to look it up real quick. But but they were really famous gospel gospel singers. I think it was like four or five sisters. In this, yeah, in this group. there were a lot of groups like that. That's for sure. And there are so many of them that are well, well known and accomplished. Uh, I'm trying to think of the group that sang that song. Soon, the cares, trials will be over, and I won't have to cry no more. I don't know if this was them, oh, but I, what, who I was singing was uh, the Clark Sisters. Oh, that's who I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's why I say younger or older, because it's the Clark sisters now. I think the oldest one is in her 50s, like 52. But the youngest one, like Kiki Sheard, that's the one Michael was talking about um, oh, that, that he saw singing, that at, Disneyland. at Disneyland. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's those, honey, them some singing children. Lord, they can do things with their voice I could never do. And 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 I thought the movie came out a few years ago. It actually came out just a couple years ago in 2020. Yeah, yeah. So that's why that's why she was talking about. Oh, I'm so excited to see this movie. Oh yeah, I thought so. You know, Twinkie, right, Clark? And oh my God, it's it's a family of the Clark sisters. That's what they're called, the Clark sisters. I'm just so happy that you know who they are. I basically watched that movie. I I I saw it on. I was like, oh, I'll watch this. So I I watched the movie and I got a sense of. I, I I'm not a gospel person. But I got a sense of their life and and the way that they grew up and how they grew up through that movie. I'll, I'll tell you another movie that I saw that it takes you a little bit into that realm before going out into a more of a mainstream realm. That movie Respect uh, with Jennifer Hudson. Oh, Jennifer Hudson. About the life of Aretha Franklin. 
Right. And, you know, people had mixed reviews. Um, She was really, I mean, Aretha loved her voice. I mean, really loved Jennifer. And I think it was Aretha who said, I want you to play that role, but I'm not sure of that. So don't take me at that for sure. But I will say um, this. I, I, for what it's worth, I know it, it means nothing to a hill of beans. But when we voted for the SAG Awards, I did vote her best actress oh, uh, for did. that performance. I thought she did phenomenally well. Yeah, everybody was talking about it before the movie came out because some people had a chance to watch it before. But, oh, my gosh, they talked about that. Incredible. And, you know, she was the one that was in um, with Beyonce. Uh, Dream Girls. Dream Girls. She was in the movie Dream Girls. And she got an Oscar for that. Yes. You know, just phenomenal. And then she was in that movie with Monique um, Precious, I think it was called. Oh, no. Well, wait. No? Wasn't that Jennifer or no? no you're talking about did the woman that played the daughter? The, the woman that played Precious in that movie? That was Monique. No, 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 no. No. Precious was the daughter. And actually, I, I haven't seen the movie, but I know the story. Precious was the daughter. She was played by uh, 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 Gabourey Sidibe. Oh, Sidibe, that's right. That's, you are yeah. absolutely right. She was the star of it, really. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's why. And, yeah, Precious was the daughter. That's why the, the movie is named Precious, because centered around her. And then Monique was her mother in the movie. That's right. Monique was her mother, and she was a trip. She played that role really well. I couldn't watch the whole movie, though. I just could not watch it. So enough said about that. <laughs> no, I mean, really. But let's get back to music. Do you have Easy? Do you have the song Easy? Oh, uh, let me check. Oh, come on. I don't I, I don't know. Do. I, don't, I don't know everything okay. in the music catalog here. A lot of the stuff I play, I put in myself. <laughs> I know. I know. I know what the list is like. And I can see and tell. It's like, oh, yeah, that's his song. That's the one he's loving. <laughs> I hear you kind of push him in. All of a sudden, a brand new song. I'm like, ah, oh, Jonathan. Yep. I got to got, got try to, to fit him in where I can. But I, oh, what, Lord, I, what I usually try us. to do is fit him in at the end of the hours so uh they, no that's kinda, not true that's so kind of true oh, no, 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 no 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 hey what was that, that song we love by lake street drive what was so, the name of that so i think you're thinking of a different song so the song that we have in there for you is a song called good kisser the song that i played at the end of the last hour it's off the same album but it is a different song it's called red light kisses no i'm talking about lake Lake yeah. Street Dive, same, right? And, same, and same. What was the what was the song called again that I liked? The one that you liked is called "Good Kisser." Okay. The one that I played is it's off the same album. There, See, there, this is what a DJ does. He decides to play whatever he wants. But Gerald really just, liked hey, that I other one. You, you didn't play hey, with Gerald. Like, what's your problem? I heard you during the break. You were grooving to. You're like, <laughs> oh, was, this is great. I, I love this. <laughs> I am so busted. It's so true, man. <laughs> you come up with some good ones. You really do. So I, I you know. I, and I, then I, every now and then you'll play something so sad I just want to cry in my suit. Yeah. It's like, Jonathan, I'm just, what I'm are trying, you thinking? I'm trying to live in the moment. <laughs> if it's a sad topic, I'm not going to play. Uh, uh-uh, that's not true. Now, you have played sad songs during happy moments. And you've played yeah, happy songs doing sad moments. I'm doing sad moments. <laughs> Not like I'm playing, uh, <laughs> like okay, so Lil, out John of our... or Lil John or Ludacris during the during the sad moments. Oh, good lord! Okay, so out of my list of songs, 
that you have, you know, put into the system, which is great. Um, what is your favorite? What's the favorite one? That, uh, don't be shy. Uh, I'm not going to be hurt by that. No, I'm, I'm just thinking. Um, uh, Uptown Funk is a great one. Uptown Funk is really good. Um, Uptown oh. Funk was just too long. Didn't it last like four years in the top ten, which is great for them. It, Don't get me wrong. It I loved it. It lasted a while. It but did. after it a was, while, man, was, I was thinking, what? What? It was one of those hits that was supposed to become, you know, basically the, it's it's a summer banger. You know, you, you hit it in the summertime and everybody's just dancing to it and, and hopping around to it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it just uh-huh. lasted. It just had a lasting impact that continued into the fall and in the winter of that year. So I remember it, when Thriller was so long, you know, it went a long, long time on the top of the charts. Thriller and, was, Thriller was uh, it's a different level. Thriller was a different level just like, I'm trying to think of which, like 21 from Adele was a different level. Have um, you heard her? Say, you know what? I have not listened to the newest album that came out, what, a year ago? Uh, uh, I don't think it's been a year yet, but it's closing in on it. I think, it's, I think yeah. it was about uh, eight months ago, something like that. I think it came out in but, the summer. But, you know, healing comes with music, right? Oh, absolutely. You, it, it can upset you. There's music that can upset you, anger you. Um, but there's also music that can silence you, quiet you down, heal you, you know, speak to you. Um, and that's why music is so important in our lives, my whole family. You know, my father was a guitar player and a singer. My mother's mother was offered a record deal, but she became a teacher instead, you know. Um, it's really quite remarkable what music will do. It is powerful. I, I now, do you sense agree. that, though? Do you sense that? You, oh, absolutely. Have you gone to music in order to say, okay, I'm going to put this song on so I can really reflect on such and such and get this out of me, you know, I do. Feel I do that most every day, um, especially when I'm working. I'll, I'll, sit, I'll sit at work, especially now that uh, – I'd say maybe three or four years ago, I finally broke down and got an iPod, and I did it for a couple things. Number one, I wanted to listen to something at work other than you know just the 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 ambient noise of other people talking on the phones if I'm not on the phone or anything, right. and just listen to music or listen to uh, podcasts of of different things that I like. And so I, I've integrated that now working from home. You know, I, I go on Spotify most every day or Amazon Music and listen to artists that maybe I haven't heard. And a lot of times I haven't heard the music before trying to find new stuff. I'm, I'm constantly looking at new looking for new things and thinking, OK, what bends my ear? What? Uh, do I like to hear what what speaks to me? And I found quite a bit of of new stuff through that channel that I wouldn't have found, and and stuff that connects yeah. with me to that channel that I wouldn't have found otherwise. Yeah, I, I you know there's a song that came out. Oh gosh, it was during the uh, George Floyd incident or the murder, and um, I'll never forget. It's called Jehovah. 
Sabbath, and it's by um, an artist by the name of Donald Lawrence. And it is so beautiful, and it, it arrested my fears. It arrested my, you know, whatever that pain was that I was feeling, you know, for a bit, you know, a few days. It just arrested all of that. And I remember thinking, music can do all of that. It can bring you every emotion you can think of, you know. You can have joy, peace, love, hate, all of it within a song, right? Um, so I, I go to songs first and foremost. First and foremost, I remember when the Iraq War started. And at the time, the program director was a different person. And I went to him and I said, look, I'm going to play all music that night. And I'm only going to talk a little bit because I, I can barely speak. You know how your heart hurts. And you remember that, Jonathan? You were around then. Do you remember? Uh, for the, for, you're talking about for the nine, for like 1991, the first Gulf War? No, no, no. I'm talking 2005. 2001. Or 2001, yeah. I, I, I thought it was 2005. Anyway. Uh, yeah. That, to, uh, that time period, sorry to interrupt, but that time period was, it was an odd one for me. And I wasn't as, as downtrodden, I guess, as some people were, but... I was in my senior year of college, and then I was coming out of college and trying to get into the workforce. So I wasn't – I don't think at the time I was as concerned about what was going on in the Middle East as much as like now I, I watch and I see what's going on over in Ukraine. And I'm, I feel a little bit more invested in that. At, at that time, I was more invested, I guess, more in myself and trying to get into uh, – get my career going and get my post-college life going. So my music choices were probably different at that time than stuff I'm even thinking about listening to now. Yeah. So do you have Heaven Help Us All? Do you have that available by any chance? No. I, I, oh, we, don't, we don't have it in the system. I'd have to find it and then uh, plug it in the What about the, the Tide? What about the Tide? Oh, yes, we have that. Play a little bit of that because that was one of the songs that I would go to. In fact, the Steels actually uh, worked with – Oh my gosh! How did I not feel? Mm, real famous, um, and it, it was on his album that that song landed, as well as our own album with Electra Records, and it's um, it's pretty powerful. I would love to play a bit of that, if you have it. Ah, yes. My brother J.D. Steele wrote this, and uh, oh my gosh. He wrote it with someone. I think it was Phil Upchurch. That's who it was. It was for Hoop Dreams. If anyone has ever seen the documentary Hoop Dreams, this song is on there. Tide keeps a lifting. The tide keeps a lifting me. What I'm gonna do? <laughs> Living ain't so the soul you're trying to save. I mean, think about that, Jonathan. It's the soul you're trying to save. And with all that is happening in our world right now, there are children asking those questions. Why are we going through so much? You know, in the last couple of years, why are we going through so much? Well, music can answer those questions or at least quell those fears. You know, we can find our way through a difficult time in our lives through music. So where do you land? What are, those, what are the artists that move you when you are going down that road trying to figure things out? Uh, I, I, it's not so much an artist as it is 
a set of songs and just sort of a mood of a set of songs. I, I like songs that get me in a rhythm, you know, get me dancing or, or, or uplifting at times. There are times I, I'm, I, I fully admit this. I'm a sap. I'm a sap. I love I, I am a big fan of sappy songs, uh, songs that, uh, you know, people. Wait, wait, people wait. Are you serious? To. You're like sappy, like, like, OK. Um, how about this one? Uh, uh, you can't make. Uh, no, I can't make you love me. It's a good one. That's anymore. not. That's, that's OK. Not, that's not. Then what are we talking me, about? But but, but what are you similar, talking about? Similar songs to that. Similar songs. OK, to show that. me one. Sing it for me. One line. Singing on the air. One line. One line. One line. One line. No, 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 no. You have artists in your family. One line. No, that's that's fine. See, that was that was fine up until the point where you said, "Sing me a line on the air." Then it crossed the line. (laughs) It crossed the line. You were close. You're close. Give me the baby. Say a line. Then you said, "Sing a line." They're like, "Nope." Oh my god. Shut it down. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Stop complaining. We're gonna take a break because weather is next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Doesn't exist like it doesn't exist. Woo! I sang this song twice in my life, Jonathan. You talking about a difficult song to sing? Did you I am sing, telling you. Did you sing huh? that once when we went out to karaoke? I think you did. Try, uh, no, I think you did. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. I would never pick that song for a karaoke. By, by if, the way, if I sang I it, somebody asked me love to do it. That song, I love, I love that it. song. But the lyrics are, you know, lyrics mean a whole lot to to singers, you know. And, you know, it, it's talking about going out, making money by 
Well, okay, I'll, I'll give you some of the lyrics, those that don't know. Party girls don't get hurt, can't feel anything. When will I learn? I push it down, push it down. I'm the one for a good time call. Phone's blowing up, ringing my doorbell. I feel the love, feel the love. And then one, two, three, one, two, three, drink. One, two, three, one, two, three, drink. One, two, three, one, two, three, drink. Throw on back till I lose count. I cried when I first heard this. Did you? Uh, no. No? No. Did you know or think of that song being about I did, being that so, girl of the night? So it, it it took me at least a couple times to hear to, to listen to and hear the lyrics. I've never thought of it as, as something that was uh, associated with necessarily a quote-unquote, like you said, lady of the night. My take on it was... Excuse me, as I burp into the microphone. Oh, um, lovely. Just lovely. Um, my thought on it was it was just more, for for lack of a better example, like a Lindsay Lohan type of, uh, of, of woman that is so into partying, into their addictions, that they are trapped in this cycle of bad behavior, bad decisions, bad circumstances um, that they they need to find a way to get out of it, but but they they necessarily can't do that. I never associated it necessarily with that in the biblical sense, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, I tell you, when I read these lyrics over and over and over again, because I needed to know how I would approach this song, because I just wept the first time I heard it, just as I told you before. But when it got to that section that says, but I'm holding on for dear life, won't look down, won't open my eyes, keep my glass full until morning light, cause I'm just holding on for tonight. Help me, I holding on for the life. Won't look down, won't open my eyes. I am telling you, honestly, I wanted to research Sia. I'm trying to figure out why she wrote this song. What did it mean to her? You know, there's that website that says, what does the song mean? Okay. That website never works out for me. Well, it just <laughs> it doesn't and make that, sense. And that's, and that's the thing about music and musicianship and lyric lyrics lyricism whatever you want to how however you want to say it we don't know until the artist explains it whether it is something that they have experienced firsthand or something that they've experienced among their their peers their family members um, you may hear someone sing a song and think, oh, this is about them. Well, no, it's actually about my one of my parents or it's about uh, my family or my friends or a friend that experienced this that I was close to or something like that. We never know what it's what is going through their minds until they unless they actually say it, unless we actually ask them and they and they explain what the, the lyrics are about. Well, you have that song, Say What You Want to Say by Sarah Barrielis, right? Yes, Brave. And that's a, yep. that's a, yeah, Brave. Brave, thank you. And that's the song I tried to sing a couple of times at an event. Um, and I, I couldn't get through it. I don't know why I couldn't get through it. But this song, I, I guess because today it's so relevant, what we are saying from our hearts and our mouths 
it can be really icky and sick and it's dividing so many of us. So that song made me feel totally different from what it was intended to, I'm sure. And, Do you, and can, can you play a little bit of that? Yeah, sure. Words fall out. Honestly, I want to see you be bright. Oh. Man, this is and, and I keep saying to myself, if we all got together and just said, you know, we need to say what, what's on our hearts. We need to deal with what's going on because we are not talking to each other at all. And, it's just remarkable. And I think that, again, Sarah Bareilles, from what I remember hearing, this song wasn't about anything that she personally experienced. This was about people, especially in the LGBTQ community, that were getting more of a voice through the last, really the last decade, decade and a half with some of the laws that have been uh, instituted and some of the, uh, the more open mindedness that's out there. And so now you're getting a chance to hear, get your voice heard in some of these communities where it was marginalized for so long. And you and I being black people, we, we we understand it at least to a point. Um, we may not understand it like the freedom fighters that went down to the south in the 1960s, but we have an idea. We we've encountered, you know, whether it's people in the words that they say or in the actions that they do, uh, where we we feel like, okay, why did you think that? Why did you think that that would be the case for me and not for somebody else? Or why would you think I would be different from somebody else in that fashion? And so that, I think, has been realized more and more in the LGBTQ community and continues to be so. And I, think, and I believe that's why she came up with the song was, was sort of as an anthem for people in that community, but in all communities, to, to have your voice, to speak your voice. Well, I tell you, there are so many artists out there like Kim. Do you remember Kim, K-E-M? No. Um, you know, the love songs that he wrote and, oh, my gosh, I've, I could watch this, his this videos over and over and over again. I've never heard of this person. And as you know, my family and I, we all worked with Prince. You know, we toured with him, sang with him, recorded with him. My sister Javita wrote songs with him. So did my brother J.D. Um, and I, the things we learned from Prince was just life-changing, yeah. just life-changing. Um, and the way he would write and um, why he needed to say what he needed to say. We would have talks at 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, just sitting and listening and talking and trying to figure out, you know, how did we get here as a nation? You know, that was a long time ago. We're talking 1990s that we um, were in his presence. And <laughs> I learned a lot about who I am as a singer and who I am as a person as well. And unfortunately, a lot of the stuff that, and this is something I've noticed, especially the last two, three, four years, a lot of the stuff that people were singing about in 19. 19- 95, 1980, 1962, 1955. It hasn't changed much. There's not been a, there's there's been change. There's been some progress if you will, but there's still issues that you can listen to a song from 1958 and hear the lyrics and think, "Wow, that just happened a couple months ago." 
Wow. Well, some of the newer music that, you know, the young nieces and nephews in their 20s are listening to and singing to, you know, sometimes they surprise me. It's like, oh, wow. And then I feel really old. (laughs) (laughs) Because my my generation, you know, the love songs were love songs. Even if they had a rocking groove to them, they were love songs. You know, they were careful of lyrics and, you know, making sure those lyrics weren't too nasty. Yeah, that too sort too of too uh too racy, too evocative. All of it. Yeah. 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 And so I look back at that music and I talk to my nieces and nephews who are now in their twenties and even, you know, early thirties, and I'm amazed. It's like, wow, you guys listen to that group and what do you think of the song? What do you think it's saying to you? And they start That's... telling me what it's saying to them and I don't understand a dang thing they're saying. <laughs> Don't get it. But again, that's why music is universal, and that's why, uh, as we were talking about with uh, for that movie Respect, that's why Aretha Franklin still resonates today. That's why Tina Turner still resonates today. Uh, Marvin Gaye, uh, Elvis Presley. I just watched a trailer. There's a trailer coming out for an El- for a movie about Elvis, and this one has Tom Hanks as uh, Colonel Parker, and and. I'm telling you right now, I would be shocked if that movie didn't do bananas at the box office. The um, Walk the Line a few years ago or, or uh, a little while back with uh, Joaquin Phoenix playing Johnny Cash. There's a reason that these people resonated to uh, in their day and today. It's universal. Mm. It's timeless. It's the, 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 whether it's lyrics, whether it's music, it's timeless. I agree with that. It is timeless. So, you know, as music moves um, forward, you know, I had a disco song that I released with well, a man wanna, named you Paul. You want to admit that? Let me tell you something. <laughs> disco was happening in Europe, and this was a European group that so it was playing all over Europe, all over Europe. And I was honored to to be that person they chose to sing that song. And it, personally, it started personally, at number 69, and it went all the way up to 18. I am just as thrilled as I can be that I had a song on the charts in Europe last year or the year before. Wasn't it last year? Uh, you know? I don't know. I, oh, I don't, come on. You have it in the – anyway. You uh, personally, I have no issue with disco music. I really don't. I'll listen to disco songs and, and groove along with anybody. I'm just saying, you know, they're. How can you not like? Gonna rain my I'm, day. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. There's, there's a, a, a portion of the listening population Ringo, that's Ringo, saying, Ringo. really, disco, really, you want to bring that up? It's so you. back, but it's coming back in the United States, and it's already back in Europe. I don't think. So get used to think, it. I don't think. I don't think the the the. You can't spit it out, can it, you? Uh-huh. I don't think the backbone of disco ever since it was created, I don't think it ever went away. I think there is a, a portion of the music industry that took that that backbone, that rhythm of disco, and they continued it into, you know, they continue it to this day. I just, I just know that there is a backlash out there. there I mean, it's lasted to this day. Where di- you bring up the word disco and people will roll their eyes back into their heads so far 
that you thought that Poltergeist was being shot, in, you know, the movie was being shot right in front of you. You know, you're expecting spirits to come out of the air. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I just, I have no idea, sir. What are you talking about? <laughs> Telling you, there's, there's, a, there's a, there's a, 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 a not a significant, but a portion of the population that when you, when you say the word disco, uh, their hair either stands on in or falls out all in place. <laughs> That's what you got, huh? Wow. I'm just, I'm just, okay. I'm just passing along truths. You okay? Okay. Oh, and by the way, I liked disco a lot. So when the Weather Girls did "It's Raining Men," mm-hmm. do you think that was disco or no? I I would put it in that category. I would. Yeah. I would. It's a raining man. Hallelujah! It's raining men. Amen. Yeah. I, th- I think we. Need I used a to break love now. that song. I think we, oh, need we a do. Break. We have to have to. We have to do a break. Oh, break. when I was singing, all yes. of a sudden. Oh yeah. Okay, great. When, Thank when you. We're gonna take a break. Topic. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> it's raining, man. Amen. Woo. Absolutely soaking. You know, I used to love this song, right, so much. And then I kept listening to the lyrics. I was like, what are they talking about? You know? <laughs> 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 Ooh, I tell you, I'm a church girl all the way, man, all the way, all the way. You know, as we wrap this up, this hour up, um, I, I keep thinking about gospel songs. And there were times when Mahalia Jackson, her versions of songs that uh, Thomas Dorsey wrote, were like sinful because they sounded like what the young people were dancing to, you know. Um, they they thought of it as something you know, like uh, the Beatles, that sort of thing. And then all of a sudden another generation came by and someone like Kirk Franklin does a song called Stomp. And you could take that to any club. Absolutely. And just... Everybody be on the floor Absolutely. Dancing. And it's yes. a gospel song, which to me makes sense because you want to get the message to the people who don't know. I mean, you go to church, you sing it, everybody know. There's another Kirk Franklin song that I, that I enjoy called Revolution. Revolution. Whoa. And, and yeah. that is in the movie. Um, have you ever seen the movie Any Given Sunday? Oh, my gosh. It's one of my mother's favorite it now, is hilarious. Now that hilarious. now that song is in the movie. You're talking about this being a gospel song from a gospel singer, and you think about the movie Any Given Sunday. What was going on in that movie? Right. Oh boy. <laughs> great movie though. It is. Uh, yeah, um, don't movie. don't ever see it in the front row of a movie theater uh, because it's it's that's the one time. Yeah, I think the one time I've ever seen a movie that it came out when uh, I think it was early in my college days. I think, I think it was a uh, the summer between my freshman and sophomore years, and so me and two of my good high school friends went out to see it. Uh-huh. And for some reason, I don't know why, we decided to sit in like the second row of the theater. So imagine the 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 scenes in that movie where they're. Uh, if for those who don't know, any given Sunday is about football, and the scenes in the movie where they're kind of rumbling back and forth, where the camera's shaking uh, because it's showing all the violence at uh, at the 
football, the lines of the football teams. And imagine you're you're sitting dead set below that with your neck craned up, <laughs> looking at the screen. It was not. It's a great movie. That was not a good experience. Yeah, you know how they have uh, rearranged the way people watch theater. You know the chairs now go back, so you don't have to. You know. Yeah, have your reclining your chairs. Sore. And, yeah, that's yes, they even they yes. even serve you real food. Some they of do. Them. Oh, real food. I, I'm. I like sushi. There was one place that did sushi. I was I'm, like, whoa. I'm, I'm a bit amazed uh, at at that in two ways. I'm a bit amazed that they will do that now, and that they will offer you like meals, you know, and and some might say higher end meals. And I'm a bit surprised that it didn't happen sooner than it than now, sooner than the recent past. I I figured right. this would be something that someone would have started a you know 30 40 years ago but it's a real recent trend okay so we have just a few minutes um the kirk franklin song smile do you have that i do yes okay let's play a little bit of that if we can start at the top of it and i just want people to hear the lyrics of this you know as we start to wrap up our night tonight sunshine Nothing but clouds and it's dark in my heart and it feels like a cold night. Today's a new day. Where are my blue skies? Where is the love and the joy that you promised me? Tell me it's... Oh man, this song I have just most gave up but a power that I can't explain. Fell from heaven like a shower down. Here comes the chorus. I smile, even though I hurt. See, I smile. I know God is watching, so I smile. Even though I've been here for a while, I smile, smile. It's so hard to look up when you get... Oh, my goodness. It has been such a pleasure being on with you tonight, Jonathan, sharing some of the memories of all the songs that I love <laughs> and some of the ones that you like as well. You know, um, like you said, music, I I tend to think people that don't connect with music in some shape or form are a rarity on this planet, a real, real rarity. Um, I think that no matter whether you listen to punk or grunge, whether you listen to gospel, whether you listen to country, whether you listen to hip-hop, um, classical, some form of music, some form of tune connects with you in some way, shape, or form. Um, and, and it's important in life to have that. Uh, it's, it's important to, to know that's around because uh, a lot of us live for those sounds. A lot of us live, you know... People talk about if, if they move from one place to another, if they move from the country to the city, oh, I miss, you know, the, the sounds of the cicadas or uh, the, 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 the animals out. If they move from the city, oh, I miss the, the concrete jungle, you know, the, the, the cars and the planes and all that. Sounds make uh, 
a big difference in our lives a lot of times. Oh, no, it, it, it keeps us, uh, you know, it, it keeps us, really. And as we listen to all the, the different types of genres of music, just remember, it's okay to experiment and find out what you love and like. I fell in love with bluegrass when I was on A Prairie Home Companion. I sang background for some of the bluegrass performers and that sort of thing. It was just a blast. And so allow yourself, open yourself up to some of the songs and the musicians and find out the styling and see if it's something you can listen to at least every other day. It's been a pleasure being with you. And it's been a pleasure being with you, Jonathan. Thank you. And good night. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.